Hey, Adam. What's up? Do you like clickbait? I do. My computer is a total garbage dump. <laughs> I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you on this... Black Friday? Yes. Today's oh, Black Friday. Today is Black Friday, man. I'm doing like 90% of my yearly shopping I will do today. Really? In person or online? Or online both? mostly, yeah. So uh, if anybody's listening who works at Amazon, yep. just uh, go ahead and hit <laughs> me up because I'm going to be buying... A lot of stuff. For if me. you're gifting, for, if you're looking for a gift from me, um, I, not to make it too personal, I'm not sure if Amazon sells small batch bourbons, <laughs> so we might have to direct you somewhere else. But we'll talk about that after the show. How about that? I'm gonna need some new tennis rackets. Yeah, okay, okay. Need, okay. Maybe a little that, modular that, synthesizer. <laughs> Amazon see. may have those though. Let's see how it goes. So what are we? What's our subject today? Because the reason I was mentioning clickbait, it seemed like our subject might be a little clickbaity, which we like, right? Buddy, all of our subjects are clickbait. Oh, they That's are. what we do here. <laughs> our topics. But you know what? <laughs> I mean, it's stuff that we, we would click on. That's really the only clickbait, stuff that we're interested in, right? You know, it, it's re- it's reflection time. We just had Thanksgiving yesterday. We're all still a little uh, hu- turkey hungover here yeah, in America. I feel big. I feel bloated. Do I look bloated? You look great, bro. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, today we're going to do seven ways to get better fast. Now, we've covered a lot of these things over the course of this year. We've been doing these podcasts since late January in 2018. It seems like... Both yesterday and forever ago, <laughs> right, somehow exactly. seems like we've been doing these forever. But these have been some like you know over over talking about this stuff and getting questions and answering questions. These seven things have been sort of the things that keep popping up, the things that we keep answering um, to try to help people really make progress in playing this music. And these are also some tried and true things that I know we've discovered over our. Uh, now longer and illustrious careers as jazz pianists and you know we're always trying to refine these for ourselves yeah so we would you know you and i would probably be talking about this over coffee anyway about like ways that we can improve and and we're happy to help uh you know our listeners here well we would talk about it over coffee had you not drank all the coffee this morning i noticed you have a coffee mug and i don't but we'll talk about that again and i feel really really buzzed (laughs) Um, we're gonna get through this list ultra fast (laughs) well but i think the thing about this too yes we've we've mentioned all these things before but the idea was that we're consolidating them into one um, list that, that's kind of specific with all the different tips that we've given that are more around a particular subject, like how to do, you know, for ear training, learning a solo, all the different things. These are more just ways to improve your playing really quickly. And so sometimes that you might need this or if you're feeling a little bit frustrated or, or not of the mindset like, okay, I want to take on this really big project that's going to help my playing, but in a slower way. Like these are ways just to get better very quickly. And you can integrate them into many parts of your practice, but you can also come to this when you're like, I want to make some big progress right now. I think now. that's exactly, you know, this this time of year is the time of year when people start to think about, uh, you know, I really want to make some changes. I want to make some some progress in some aspects of my life. A lot of musicians, their playing is that aspect yeah. uh, always. But uh, if oh, man, wait till next month when we start getting on our New, new Year's resolutions practice we might have to do that's going to be nice. We should do a boot camp uh, series for New Year's resolutions. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, you'll hear at boot camp. That'd that's right. I like, you got kind of a Authoritative and, and military, as you even. I'm about to yell at some folks. Get dogmatic. <laughs> Get your hands on the piano now. Whip you in the shape, maggot. <laughs> Diminished fingering. Wrong. <laughs> Push-ups. So uh, let's let's kick it off. Seven ways to get better fast. Okay. Number one. Listen. 
Huge surprise here. <laughs> Huge surprise. But can we reiterate this enough? Can we iterate this enough? No, there's no. no better way to develop as a musician, to develop as an artist, develop as a person, yeah. than to listen to music that moves you, to do deep listening, to do transcription. Yeah. All of these levels of listening do nothing but make you better fast. And look, this is not just in music. We are giving you actionable life advice. How can you get better in a relationship? Listen. How can you get how can we get better at this podcast? Listen. Okay. Yeah. Andrew, how can you get better in the engineering of how you do this podcast? Listen. Listen. So hello. All right. <laughs> Mic drop holla. All right. I wasn't paying attention to any of that, but number two <laughs> <laughs> number two is to practice every day. If you want to get better fast, you have to spend some time at your instrument. There's Man. no getting around it. No one who is a good player has not spent quality time yeah much less a great player so i mean so true and like the analogy i could say is like if you're trying to get in shape or trying to become a better runner how about run every day you're not gonna do it from the couch yeah i mean a lot of times people are like all right i want to be a better runner i need to get a trainer i need to get a training program i need to get some other shoes i need to get um some app or something yeah i need know. to get an app i need to get the right music okay all those things are like little two percent optimizations or whatever but when you want to get you know better at something fast you need to commit to doing it every day and notice we didn't say practice seven hours every day hey if you have seven hours and you have the stamina and the will to do it that's great but right. most of us don't have that kind of luxury no uh so and you should work up to that anyway even if you think you have seven yeah, hours a day you're gonna burn out that yeah yeah you gotta you gotta ease your way into but that. the reason why why I, I think daily practice or at least daily engagement with your instrument is important is because there's nothing that you can replicate um, that goes deeper than that connection that you yeah. get with daily interaction with your instrument, even if it's for 10, 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Like if, if you have an hour one day, two hours the next, four hours the next, and then 10 minutes on a Saturday, yeah. take that 10 minutes to just sit down and play something on your instrument because you are going to keep that connection between your hands, your brain, your your breath, your everything. It has and to stay it's a stay habit there. too. It's totally. a habit like to practice is, is a habit. And when you break that chain, just like learning any habit, I mean, it's like for me, flossing, I finally... I mean, with just because I hated flossing. Finally. Fin yeah. I mean, within the last year and a half, two years, uh -huh. I've been consistently flossing. I mean, I flossed before. I understood the concept. But I finally got the right shoes, the right floss, the right <laughs> YouTube instructional video. No, no, no. Yeah. No, what it was was I just committed to, like, not breaking the chain on it. There you go. And for me, it's like actually practicing playing the piano is even more like when i'm at home if for some reason i didn't play the piano at all, all day and i'm like about to get in bed or about to floss like i'll go downstairs and just play a little bit i like totally. I, I can't not do that i, I mean if i'm on the road and don't have access to an instrument or something that's one thing but if there's a piano there i just feel weird not doing it so so great what yeah. about number three number three um practice mostly things you can't do yet this is very important this is very important we've, we've mentioned this throughout this last you know year uh in various contexts but the general idea is something that you can apply to almost anything that you practice scales um even like listening or or ear training and stuff but the concept is that like don't start on something that you're really good at because in terms of like challenging yourself and what you need to learn you're just going to be more like solidifying that or kind of warming up type of thing that you probably don't really need to do jump right to the hard section go to listen to something that you don't already know everything about go to something that's going to challenge you so that you can really maximize your time and do that at the beginning Absolutely. front load that and then you can do some stuff to kind of just chill or whatever later we're talking about techniques and tempos and keys that you are not good at yet yeah. focus on that kind of thing that thing that you 
don't have mastered whatever that is you yeah. know we'll, we'll get into how to to spot those a little bit later yeah. but i i always equate it to athletics right if you're a runner you're never going to get faster by just running at the same tempo or right. running at the same distance. You right. have to confuse your body. You have to challenge your body. Uh, if you lift weights, you're never going to get stronger. You're never going to get build muscle by unless doing the you, same ones you know. Right. Yeah. Unless you confuse those muscles. Same thing with learning an instrument. You're never going to get better unless you confuse your brain and your muscles to the point where they have to learn it ingrained. I'm confused now, so this is perfect. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Number four. Number four is to practice performing. I think yep. this is a crucial element that actually you hit me to. I mean, I've always done this a little bit, but you've put such an importance on this and it's really helped me in my playing. You're welcome. You're, thank you very much. <laughs> but at the end of every practice session now, I do just a little mini performance of a tune. You know, I, I will record it usually mm. and I try to uh, pretend like I'm in a a venue with an yep. audience, you know, at the yep. Village Vanguard or at the Blue Note or, you know, at a big concert hall or something. I'll literally, you know, make believe that I'm performing this with, you know, great musicians too. And I'll, I'll pretend that that's all really happening. And I try to nail a performance. This has really helped me in my performance because if you don't practice performing, you know, you're practicing all these things you can't do that do yet, which is great. And you hopefully will make some huge strides in being able to, 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 to execute that. Yeah. But to practice the entire art of a performance, you know, of the, of the architecture of a how solo, to how, to bow, <laughs> how to bow, how to walk up to no, the but to, just to imagine those yeah. situations and try to develop something presentable. It's so important. I mean, it's just like, if you're going to give a big speech, uh, it's not just about writing it and then even practicing that you need to like actually practice the walking up to the podium, practice the mic, all the things that could possibly kind of throw you off. So the best way I always think to do this is to do it on a gig if you can. That's right. Even if, and, but, but if you're on a gig like in a hotel lo lobby that nobody's listening to you, pretend like you're at the Village Vanguard. That, that's not that hard to do. Like don't just say, oh, nobody's listening so I can just slack off. No, pretend like everybody's listening. First of all, somebody might start listening, you know. And um, But the, yeah, that, that one's great, number four. So number five uh, can I take this one? You got it. Okay, thanks. Um, find a teacher slash mentor. I love this. And this is something that as pro players, we um, is not as intuitive, but I think is very important. We can almost add a slash here of community. You can yeah. find a teacher mentor slash community. And sometimes this like a mentor, like if you're lucky enough to be around a mentor or a teacher that can really guide you, that could be somebody that's physically there. If there's not somebody around you, maybe you could do it by Skype even. Yeah. Um, I know some people have had great success in learning a language and they didn't have access to a teacher, but they have a regular Skype lesson with them, something like that. Or... Um, and then, I mean, if you're kind of isolated or an introvert or don't have access, read. Like, you can read and learn about music. That can become your mentor. That's right. Or your teacher. This really, this number five, find a teacher mentor slash community, goes back to number three, practice mostly things you can't do yet. Because what a good teacher is great at is finding your weaknesses. Yes. And you have to take that uh, without ego, yep. without feeling deflated. You have to, you have to really want to to pinpoint those weaknesses. You have to have a hunger to find the weak spots in your playing so that you can address them. What if you're like a bass player and you want your teacher slash mentor to be Christian McBride? How would you go about doing that? We're going to talk about that okay. later. We're going to talk about that <laughs> Stay later. Stay tuned because okay. we have an idea for you on that one. All right, so number six. Oh, let me just say one real quick thing. I know we're moving through this. But I already called out I'm sorry, but number, number five, six. this is important because uh, <sighs> Diane Reeves has a great, con like Diane Reeves, amazing vocalist. Like, we, I mean, we've played places where people like, she has the most beautiful voice I've ever heard, you know, sure. like top of her game. She still gets 
gets lessons, talking about a teacher or mentor. She has a vocal coach. Now, she can pretty much coach anyone sure. on voice, but she goes to a vocal coach. Like, it's almost like a professional development kind yeah. of thing to keep her on her game. That tells you how important that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's really It's Mariah great. Carey. That's the name of her vocal coach. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, number six uh, is to keep a journal slash record yourself. Um, now, would that be a bullet journal? With could, ink all over it by any chance? Buddy, I just ordered a bullet <laughs> journal for the new year. Oh, I, I know you're excited this time. Dang, I was going to get you one for Christmas. I got my fountain, pink that, my fountain, <laughs> fountain pen, pink. My fountain pen that either spews out ink in chunks <laughs> or doesn't write at all. That's right. And I'm going to have my new b- Hip, bullet journal. Hashtag hipster lifestyle. <laughs> uh, no, so this keep a journal slash record yourself. This is an, an important part of the process of being able to document where you are, where you want to go, yep. and to write down things that you want to put in your playing. Question for you. Yeah. If we don't know where we've been, how do we know where we're going? Are you some kind of philosopher or something? <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. Uh, no, so, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. We both keep journals. We both have always kept practice journals where we write down things we want to work on, tools yeah. we want to learn. And then I record, as I mentioned before, I record, uh, you know, frequently my practice sessions yeah. or performances or something like that just to kind of keep stock of things. Um, of what what I have and what I want to get rid of, what I want to work on, what I want to add. If there's yep. anything I don't like, I can hear it more clearly after the fact. Yeah. So I think, and I think what ties in with uh, with this one in terms of getting better fast is that like this step is not going to actually in itself get get you better, but it'll help you to optimize the things and identify the things that are really working well, and maybe some things that aren't working so well as you kind of document your journey. You you don't have to like keep a journal and write stuff down, and you can still get better, but this this is a way to make it faster, your progress, because you can kind of go back and reflect on and then also plan out as well. Absolutely, yeah. Plus, you know, any, I mean, it's just like with music, too. When you when you write something, there, there's certain things that for most people that sort of triggered mentally in terms of doing that, that solidifies those habits a little bit better. Totally. Just helps you keep track, helps, helps speed up the process. Yeah. But, and makes it so that when you're like going to the coffee shop with your little bullet journal, you actually have something written in it. That's nice, too. It's not just a, a, a fashion accessory. Oh, look at me. <laughs> uh, what's number seven? Uh, number seven, stay in the moment. Super important. Super important. Why don't you talk about this? Because I actually don't know what this is. <laughs> what? You no, do this no, all I mean, the time. Wait, 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 wait. So, so my, Refresh my, me on this. My thought on stay in the moment was actually to you know, not look back with, uh, again, with ego, not look forward uh, with right. dread or, or anticipating right. something that's not there yet, but stay focused on where you are right now. I love you it. Know, I love ad- it. Address where you are today. In this moment, do not get hung up on things in the past. Do not pat yourself on the back too long for That's good right. performances. Do not, uh, uh, you know, uh, berate yourself too long for bad performances. Yes. We all have both. And do not, like, uh, uh, look too far in the future of, like, oh, well, when I get here, I'll right. be this. Or when I do this, yeah. I'll be this. Or, oh, man, I'm, I have a gig and I'm nervous about it. No. Don't think about any of that. You, can't, you can't, con- can't control it. You ain't at the gig yet. Practice. Gig yet. Stay in the moment. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Yeah. We always talk about this. Fall in love with the process. That's right. That's the most important right. thing. You know, I think about, uh, we, we've been talking a lot about Roy Hargrove, and I don't know of any uh, musician uh, of our generation, of you know, around our age, that yeah. was really in love with the process process as much as, as much, that cat. I mean jam sessions he obviously had such a deep uh, way to to hone his skills and his art yeah. and that is inspiring for me absolutely yeah and I think that the, the way this is going to make you get better faster is that when you enjoy the process you're going to start doing more things that automatically improve your playing without you having to 
think about even one through six. These one through six are important, but when you add in seven to these other ones, that's going to be like a multiplier effect on all those kind of things because within the moment is where the progress really happens, you know? It's all that matters. It's, it's all that matters. And so like this, this is the thing that's going to kind of push things exponentially for you. Man, this is great. This is, might be our best list episode ever. Well, this is like a mega list. Now I feel like we're looking back on it. Let's stay in the moment and think about the... Oh, no, we can't even think about the next either, though. Uh, I'm going to stay in the moment. Yeah, just, let's, let's just glory fall in, in love with the process <laughs> of making this. Man, it was so glorious what we just said. That's good. Well, speaking of glory, hmm. we, um, we... we <laughs> Smooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had some... Don't we have some ratings and reviews maybe to read? I know I, I read one earlier in the week, but there was another one, and I'm just perusing... Did we read the 11-star one? Oh, yeah, we did read that one. Already. How many 11-star reviews have we ever had? I know. It's like I wanted to come back to that. Okay, maybe we don't have another one. But we, we do want to tell people, please go leave us a rating review wherever you get your podcasts. You know, if it's with uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever. Um, Stitcher, we're still looking for that Stitcher love. Come on now. But uh, we, really, it's not so much that it helps our egos, although it does, but it helps spread the love of this podcast. And that's actually how this little phenomenon, this little minor, you'll hear it and you can hashtag you. You'll hear it whenever you like. Social media. Please do. Please do. Um, You know, it has been spreading spreading around. And um, I was just in Japan, met some fans that actually come. And actually, this this young man said he loves the podcast. And he said he loves it for the jazz banter. But he said he also loves it. He said it's his daily English lesson. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. He said he brushes up on his English. Now, I don't necessarily see either one of us as master of the English language or being particularly verbose, but we'll take the love wherever we get it. Isn't that wild, man, to go to Japan? We're sitting here in our musty-ass <laughs> pod cave with yeah. a Kranich and Bach and yeah. Andrew over there just <laughs> eating usually Chex Mix or whatever Andrew's <laughs> eating. And uh, some some cat in Japan is like That's listening right. right now, working on his English. It's yeah. great. So there you go. Now, today, we mentioned this a little bit already, but today is Black Friday. Oh, and we want to... Oh, snap. Snap, exactly. And we want to invite everybody to come and join us at... Uh, OpenStudioNetwork.com slash BF. That's right. Um, and if you didn't catch any of that or you're just particularly lazy, just Google Open Studio Jazz and That's this right. will come up. But what we put together, we think is, well, we don't think, is the biggest savings offer ever. So this is like the best deals you're going to have on any of our courses. But more importantly, we have everything available. We have it all laid out, you know, clearer than we ever have for you. I think it's always been clear, but like you really are getting the best of the best. We're not holding anything back. We're not like just giving you the uh, crappy courses because we don't have any crappy courses <laughs> there are to no tell crappy you the courses. Truth. it's uh, all killer no filler with with us N- not to toot our own horn too much per se i mean can we talk about the number of grammy awards that are instructors have won we can't talk about it because we can't count them all it's a lot it's of so Grammys. many we, we lost count we no just, you know we've been saying this all week but if you've been on the fence about this we we are selling this hard this week because we want you to know that this is your opportunity to really save a lot of money on any of the courses we do we have tons of piano courses we have courses on pretty much every instrument that's applicable to jazz we're working on trombone we don't have that yet but, but play, we got we got some great trombones in the bullpen. I just got to say, come and look look for that. We have, they have signed at the dotted line, so I can't say their names. But we do have uh, Sean Jones on the trumpet. We have Steve Wilson on the alto saxophone. We have Christian McBride on the bass. We have Homer Lubombo on the guitar. Peter Sprague on the guitar. We have Warren Wolf on the vibraphone. We have Peter Martin, Jeffrey Keezer on the piano. I'm up in there doing a lot of uh, answering questions on our Facebook page, on our in-house social network. Yep. The community we have of professional musicians, too, that are, that are subscribers is incredible, where people are, are helping each other 
on our site. It's amazing, man. Yeah, it's it's really it's really amazing, and and we are we are really just sort of the conduits, the platform for for bringing together um, some of the greatest jazz performers of our generation. And not only performers, but just great teachers. You know, Christian McBride, Sean Jones, as you mentioned, Gregory Hutchinson, Peter Sprague, Romero Lubombo. I mean, literally, jazz, Brazilian, guitar, Google, search, <laughs> bam, Romero Lubombo comes up. So, you know, we, we've got him laying it out in English and in Portuguese. Fala Portuguese? Fala Portuguese? No? Okay. I don't know what um, you're saying. I don't know I'm what you're saying. I'm saying, do you speak Portuguese? I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, Ulysses Owens, Young Gun, yeah, on, on the drums. What they, a great course! He, a oh, great course. Dude. And if you if you're familiar with Greg Hutchinson's course and not Ulysses, you're going to want to get in on both because they really dovetail nicely. You know, talking about a lot of the same concepts and, and filling in where the other level is some great stuff. Yeah. There. What do you know about Ruben Rogers? Ruben Rogers, man. And we're about to drop some more rhythm section knowledge from from Ruben Rogers that's going to blow your mind. We've got the, the art of swing is coming. The art of swing. You know, we humbly. Name that title of that course. And the great thing is, you know, and I'll give you a little secret. Come to Black Friday, look for the All Access Pass special because this thing is like we are. We have never offered it at this price, and we never will again until next year, maybe. We've never di- discounted the All Access Pass this deep at all. No. no. And the thing is with the All Access Pass, it just gets stronger every day. So if you sign up now for the annual All Access Pass, you're going to get the new Keyser course in a couple of weeks when it comes out with all the beautiful transcriptions and all, all his performances right here in studio. That's right. You're going to get some exciting beginner uh, jazz piano stuff that We're you and I are right are, now. Yeah. That, that we're working on now, which is great for any instrument. So, like, if you're like, oh, I want to pick up on some of these concepts, but my piano chops aren't that great, we're going to bring you there. Um, the, you know, Anything the, we release in the next year. Anything we release. So, so it only becomes more valuable every day, but you only pay once. So yeah. that's my little recommendation. But you can do what you want, yo. Well, thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. We love talking to you about jazz every day. Yep. Uh, and go to openstudionetwork.com slash BF. Yeah. Uh, if you're on your iPhone and you're on the podcast app, you can check out the details description of this episode. Episode, and you'll see episode webpage. That'll take you to uh, that same address, openstudionetwork.com slash BF. And uh, yeah, anything else? Are we leaving off anything? Well, no, but I was just going to say, look, you have a lot of choices in like holiday gifts. We have gifting too. So if, if, if you sound like an airline, you have a lot of choices. You have a lot you of choices <laughs> when you fly. Every time they say that to me, I'm like, I had no choice. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're the only one who flies this route. But um, uh, oh, big shout out to Southwest Airlines, another one of our non-sponsors that I like to help out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just uh, achieved companion pass status. I don't know why I'm giving them a plug. You, what, what Congrats. You know about Would Congrats. you like to be my companion? Well, let's do it. No, no, no. I've already got one. But, but the thing is, this is <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, it's Black Friday. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to do their shopping. I know I'm going to be doing it for, for, for my kids and, and my spouse, as, as I know you're going to be doing. Um, but if you want to do something in terms of like... A, truly a gift that'll be with you all throughout the year come check us out at open studio network because we've got courses especially the all access pass this is really like we talk about lifelong learning and stuff this is stuff for you to learn all year or your loved one or whatever yeah you can go get them a big screen tv but that's going to cost you a lot more and you're going to get bored with it well i guess you could watch videos and learn on your big screen tv so maybe get both that's right open studio and the big screen that's right okay well until next time you'll hear it you'll hear it